everybody. Welcome to another episode of Stock Talk, where we talk about all things in the realm of buying and selling stocks and ETFs. My name is Amin Reina, and I'm an investment coach and founder of Sage Investors. And what I do as an investment coach is I work to help people who are striving to be more financially independent, but are really frustrated and intimidated by the whole investing process, the whole process of buying and selling stocks, and just generally frustrated with the lack of traction that they're getting with their with their finances and their portfolios and everything. So what I do as an investment coach is I teach people, I mentor people on how to make more successful investment decisions and with the ultimate goal to give people a little bit more financial security. And that's what I do. And this is episode 71. And today I wanna to talk a little bit about, uh, kinda of wanna talk a little bit about market psychology. Um, it's a factor that really doesn't get talked about in terms of how investment decisions are made. We focus so much, you know, on profits and revenues and growth and all kinds of other financial metrics, economic metrics that go into, into how stocks, you know, stocks go up and stocks go down. Other side that gets kind of ignored is, is psychology, kind of the state of the markets, how people feel about the markets themselves. And, uh, it's really interesting. We're a really interesting time because really in the last five months since the U.S. election, you know, people are not feeling, just generally not have a really good vibe. Overall, just people just don't seem to have a really good vibe. There's just so much anxiety, so much hysteria, so much noise, so much alternative facts um, going on out there that people just don't know what to make sense of it. So things are, you know, when you look at from things from that perspective, things are pretty dull. There's actually though a constituency out there that is feeling really good about how things are shaping up and how things have played out in the last five months. And you know who that group is? It's Wall Street. And it's interesting though, they're feeling pretty damn good about the markets and we can see how they're feeling pretty good because the stocks since the election, uh, stock prices have gone to smash records over and over and over again. Um, so clearly Wall Street's feeling good. The financial industry seems to be feeling good about stock prices, but uh, how about you guys? You feeling all right? Feeling all right with your portfolios? Stocks are doing, your stocks, your ETFs doing what, what they should be doing? That's one thing. It's interesting though, when it's again, talking about the psychology of the markets and everything, uh, I came across this article um, talking about sort of really getting into the whole element of what's going on on Wall Street and uh, right now. And one of the kind of gauges you can get in terms of Wall Street and specifically really how Wall Street is behaving um, has a lot to do with kind of their spending habits, disposable income, um, you know, conspicuous cons consumption. And uh, it's interesting, I found this article and I just wanted to share with you just some of the things that are, that are happening right now. It's really happening really since, since, since the election and since Trump has, uh, or as I call him, the Mad King, has, uh, has come aboard. And I just want to read uh, what, this, what this article did. It was, it was just written by somebody who's really in the middle of the whole Wall Street scene. And essentially what he did was he took a poll before the election and after the election. And he just wanted to ask people, uh, you know, how they're feeling, how they're, how they're spending, how they're spending their money. 
are they, you know, going on about fancy cars, doing a lot of, you know, showboating kind of stuff, a lot of like, you know, gratuitous con consumption and stuff like that, gratuitous behavior and things like that, which I'll get into in a second. And at the time, he pulled, he just asked a hundred brokers, a uh, hundred bankers, investment bankers, brokers, people that are working on Wall Street. And basically before the election in October, 80% um, of them said that they were really holding back spending. They were nervous. They were nervous about the markets. They didn't like where how things were shaking up and people were just backing off. People were keeping their cards close to their chest. So it was a pretty glum mood going on to, into the election uh, from that perspective. So then obviously what happened, um, you know, Trump got elected and uh, you know, but then the markets started exploding. And as far as everybody thought everything would explode, you know, tank, but it's been going up, it's been surging. A lot of it due to the ex expectations that um, the new administration is going to roll back a lot of the regulations, you know, increase infrastructure spending, increase defense spending, which are stimulative actions to, to the economy. So Wall Street has essentially reacted to that, say this is good, these are good for stock prices, and it's been good for stock prices. So the same gentleman, um, I forget his name, where his name is, Turnery, Turney Duff, went back to these same investment bankers after the election and said, you know, how do you feel about, you know, investing now? How do you feel about the markets right now? And so, and how are, how are they behaving with respect to, you know, their own finances and, and you know, their, their spending and everything. And basically what they said is it's been literally a 180. And now instead of where people were holding back saving um, money, these guys are now and gals are going out and spending money and dropping cash like there's no tomorrow. Um, real estate, more money is going into real estate down there. Watches and jewelry, more, they're, they're saying they're going to be buying more watches and jewelry now. Uh, now they're probably going to be taking more vacations. In one case, one person said, uh, what, does he, what does he say right here? To do it right, to do a good vacation right, quote, unquote, it'll cost around 25 grand. Um, a partner at a, at a firm said about his family trip, after the airfare beachfront house for a week, I'm already at 10 grand. So like, it seems like right now that people are dropping money, are feeling pretty good and pretty confident about their own personal situation and their portfolios and the markets as a whole. And another area where Wall Street uh, kind of likes to you know, throw things, throw some money around is in the whole escort business. And uh, he actually goes to interview uh, a high-end escort in Manhattan who typically charges a thousand bucks an hour says she has been extremely busy for the last few months. Uh, quote unquote, most of my regulars work on Wall Street and they've been calling a lot. And over the last year, we're doing a lot more private parties. So, and they, what it says here is trips to massage parlors, strip clubs, uh, strip club field trips, and uh, drug use have increased radically since, since October. And it's quite fascinating. So what is it, where are we going here with this? The psychology of the market right now is pretty good. Wall Street's feeling pretty good about it. The big institutional investors seem to be pretty good about where the markets are. And it's really built, been, been built in because of a lot of the expectations uh, from the administration. And it's, again, expectations. But now what are we seeing? And usually what the things they do is when this kind of groupthink bias uh, behavior kind of occurs is that usually when a whole bunch of people are so sure or so entrenched in a certain behavior or a certain market sentiment, it's usually time where you might want to go, you know what, I may want to take the other side of the trade. And so if this level of exuberance is out there, from my perspective, when I see this kind of level of exuberance, when I see this kind of level of 
behavior, it makes me want to take pause and make me wonder, okay, what else is coming? And oftentimes the times you want to be in the market are times when people are really despondent and feeling negative about stocks and don't want to be have anything to do with investing. That's the times you want to be in stocks. You don't want to be in stocks when times where people are all happy, 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 happy and throwing money around and have a thing. So when I see something like this, it makes me take pause. It makes me wonder, okay, what else are we, have we kind of jumped the shark now with stocks and are we now due for that big correction? Um, you know, I've, I've been on record saying I think stock prices have been overvalued for the last three, four or five years. I personally back that up. I've actually been in a short position on, part of my portfolio has been on a short position on the S&P 500. It hasn't been a great trade and it hasn't been a great investment decision, um, but I'm still long-term. I think there's some crap that's gonna go down. And, uh, and unfortunately, we don't know when that's gonna happen. They don't set um, ETAs, estimated times of arrival for these things. They just happen. So. I thought I wanted to share this with you because it just seems to capture um, a really clear sentiment. It's a very clear sentiment in terms of what uh, at least the institutional side of, of the investing community feels about stocks. And uh, it's just a small anecdote. Um, there's, you know, there's lots of other uh, you know anecdotes that we could find out there. But I thought this one was because it's just interesting. You know, you know, people are buying Aston Martin cars and you know paying up for for escorts and having little little Vegas parties and stuff like that. Usually means people are feeling pretty good and it's usually that's the time when people are feeling pretty vulnerable. So thought I'd share that with you. I'd love to hear your inputs, if you're, your anecdotes, if you have anecdotes out there from what you're seeing, for the, especially those folks out there working in the street, working in the business, um, what you're seeing in terms of psychology uh, in the market. Because it's another element that we don't, and to me it's, it's, it's the whole understanding the psychology of how investors are behaving, really can you can leverage that to help you make better investment decisions. And I teach that actually in one of my, in one of my modules in my Everyday Investing course, where I teach people how to be more aware of their emotions and how to be more aware of various different behaviors and biases that really can screw all of us over in how we make investment decisions. It's one of the components. So if you're interested, you should check it out on my website, uh, www.sageinvestors.ca. Um, just go to the courses and you'll see the Everyday Investing uh, program there. So I encourage you, I invite you to, to sign up for it. Uh, if you have any questions about this, that's all I got really for you today. It's pretty much a low key. I know Easter's coming up, so I've got so many other things going on right now. Um, if you have any questions about this, have any just general investing questions that you want me to kind of happy, I'd be more than happy to answer them. Hit me through uh, my website, sageinvestors.ca. You can drop me an email through there, or you can hit me through Twitter. My handle is at sageinvestors. I'm on there all the time talking about uh, various uh, invest personal investment decisions that I make and sharing all kinds of different uh, information that I'm seeing out there that I use to help make my own investment decisions. So I'm more than happy to check that out. You can, you can direct message me through there. I'd be more happy to talk to you about, uh, about any investing issues, uh, things you're facing and also any of the courses and the coaching uh, services that I provide. So that's pretty much all I got for you today. Um, thanks very much for listening. And this has been another episode of Stock Talk and we'll catch you again another time. Take care. Bye.